Look inside, look inside your tiny mind And look a bit harder, cause we're so uninspired So sick and tired of all the hatred you harbour Hello, I interrupt the usual flow of stories and things on this podcast for a very special, very, very special event that I am going to entitle Pricks. And the title of this will be kept as Pricks because I have previously said I would never adopt again and actually wasn't able to articulate why it is. And after something that happened yesterday, which I will absolutely divulge, it made me realise the reason I don't ever want to adopt again is because of pricks. Namely, pricks on the internet, other adopters, and the prickish adoption system. I'm going to get into it. Um, Obviously, part of the, the thing to get this podcast out to people is to promote it. So I went on um, one of the bigger uh, mainstream adoption sites on Facebook, posted a link to the uh, podcast and <clears throat> had lots of likes and things like that. And one comment from someone we'll call Cheryl, um, who said to me, uh, you say your group's for everybody, never ever said my group's for everybody, said the podcast is for everybody, but okay. You said your group's for everybody, can you um, explain why I basically politely took offence at something that was very misogynistic and and anti-male and then got booted. If you don't support men being fathers and homosexual people being in families, you need to make that clear. So there was two ways I could go about this. Bear in mind I had no idea who this geezer was. Two ways I could go about this. I could say, look, I'm really sorry Cheryl that that happened to you. Why don't you speak to me and we'll try and sort it out. Um, you know, I'm not sure who you are. Um, I'm not aware of the incident, but let's have a chat. It was also mentioned that it was like 15 other people that were extremely um, disgusted or, or upset by it and had sent in messages in solidarity and whatever. I mean, this had not been a thing. I didn't know about it. We have people spatting and kicking off sometimes and we make a joke about it, sort it out, move on. Like, it does not live rent free in my head. So, that was one way I could have done it. Or, I could have thought to myself, why is this person doing this? Why is this person trying to tell me what I am and what my group is when I don't know who they are and I'm not even sure what they're referring to? Why is this person hijacking my post to try and make me look stupid? Let's party. So, I'll let you decide which one I chose. Um, But the plot twist and spoiler is that it wasn't number one um i am a very reactive person i am not somebody who starts the fight but i'll finish it um i raised two children to eight and ten lottie's still a toddler so i haven't got there with her yet and i always say to my boys you never throw the first punch but you always throw the second my literal mantra in life is do no harm but take no shit Yawn takes up a lot of emotional and actual physical time. We don't get paid for it. We don't owe anybody anything. And it's not just my time. There's my time, there's Kirsty's time, there's Chris, there's Martin and there's Lizzie's time because we've got three moderators. 
when somebody comes for that group, it's like a mist descends because obviously I don't need to say I'm not a misogynist. I fucking love men. I also have encountered over the last eight years a lot of shade for the fact that I share my children 50-50 with their dad. So my birth boys are obviously not married to their dad anymore. I never, ever, ever wanted to make him a weekend parent. It's not luck, it's judgment. I did not breed with a dickhead. He's a wonderful man. He's a fantastic father. And my kids need both of their parents. It's not luck, it's judgment that I raise a child with the man I'm married to who's also a very capable dad because I'm not going to parent with somebody who can't be a dad. I'm not going to get pregnant by somebody who can't be a dad. I'm not lucky that I've got good dads for my children. I've picked them. So when somebody levels something like that at me, when I've actually lived and breathed this for eight years since the breakdown of my first marriage, that dads should be championed, that men are just as important as women, that parental responsibility is shared by two people, I'm going to tell you now that kicks you in the fanny. And I don't mind if you're listening, Cheryl, that you know that you did that because you did. You literally got right under my skin to the point where I had to take propanolol because I think my heart was about to explode. Because contrary to popular belief, I am a real person with feelings. Um, And to be told what I am repeatedly, that I'm not fit to run an internet group, that I have these awful beliefs that I condone people um, being any kind of isms, um, that my group is basically full of bullies, I am going to fucking react. And react I did, and I didn't even go past 25%. Like, literally, I could have brought into physical things, personal things. I didn't. I let that be levelled at me, and I was very, 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 very rationalised back. This person is so wild that they even brought their heritage into it. Oh, I'm Irish, so are you going to start allowing Irish groups? Well, bitch, I'm also Irish. So if I do allow Irish groups, if I do allow Irish jokes, I'm allowed to. Um, But anyway, I digress. This person was fucking wild. But it's got me to thinking that that is one of the big problems with adopting is other adopters. We are taught during the adoption process to be so small and so compliant because I'm not speaking for anybody other than myself you're desperate you're desperate to complete your family you're desperate for this child that you know about you will do anything to jump through those hoops you will say anything you will nod and and agree with things that you probably don't agree with that don't align with your beliefs because you want that child home you want to do this and You know, we had a great adoption experience. Our social workers were fucking brilliant and we were allowed to be ourselves. And we were, it was never held to ransom for us. And I also believe going into it as a birth parent, you kind of already have got that badassery that it's my family, you're not going to touch it. Like your social services, you're not God. Um, But there is that, that ass clenching moment when you're like actually we're not a family we're living as a family but it's a bit of a lie because nobody signed this off so they keep you small for a reason they keep your opinions in a box for a reason and i'm not saying it's malicious i have so much respect for social workers i have so much respect for social services i work with these people professionally 
but I find the adoption process in particular, you have to just accept that you're the bottom of the food chain. And I think what that does is it makes people angry in other ways. So this person who attacked me yesterday, I don't believe it's a bad person, I don't. I believe they have certain psychological traits such as gaslighting and a complete inability to absorb anybody else's opinion. But I don't think that makes them a bad person and it certainly would never make them a bad parent because I don't believe they would behave to their children like that. Um, I will never ever character assassinate somebody that I don't know. I'll poke fun at you, I'll tell you about your hairline, I'll tell you about your muscle vest. But I won't go that deep. This person went deep on me and told me that I was a bad person. I, that doesn't offend me because you don't know me. What offends me is I decided to break the trend of being policed and helicoptered by other adopters who behaved in a certain way out of fear. I decided to build a tribe and that tribe is massive because you don't have to live like that. I am very, very fortunate that we are post-adoption order. Social services could knock my door and I don't have to answer it because my daughter is as much my daughter as the sons who came from my body. Like, that's it. We're secure, we're done. If I have any more children, it will be through birth. I get that, you know, for everybody, that's always not the case. And some people will have left the adoption process, even if they've had their adoption order, scared because they have had things said to them. I've spoken to people one-to-one -one who've had social workers say to them, if you don't do this, we'll, we'll look to repatriate the child with the foster carers. Like, that's fucking awful. I don't know what lived experience this person has. I don't know if they've had a good experience, a bad experience. I know geographically they actually live quite close to me. So if they adopted through who I adopted through, probably had a great experience. They're probably just a shit. People don't like, especially in adoption, things that book the trend. Parents act like parents, not like robots who have been conditioned to, oh, if you don't agree with me, I'm going to educate you. If you don't agree with me, I'm going to be polite. Well, guess what? If you don't agree with me, I will educate you. If you don't agree with me, I'll be polite. But if you come for me, I'm going to match energy with energy because I'm not that person. I don't have to be that person. And that is one of the reasons that I wouldn't adopt is because... It's almost like you have to be that person to get what you want. And I completely understand the payoff, but it's not worth the emotional side of it for me. Um, and we didn't even have to do it that much. But seeing people having to tiptoe around on social media and accept utter bollocks breaks my heart. And that is why Yawn was never, ever supposed to be somewhere that that would happen. Of course, there are going to be incidents where things are said that aren't nice. You know, we've had anti-adoption community in Yawn. I took those on head-to-head -head as well. It always seems to be me, and I'm actually the person who in real life is really shy, really quiet, keeps myself to myself. I'm in bed for nine o'clock every night. I hate arguing with people. I hate confrontation. But I will defend, you know, people who need defending, and, and sometimes that's myself. Um, but, you know, it's... It's not nice when people behave in that way because of their experience. And adopters seem to have something in common. You'll find more knobhead adopters than you probably will knobhead birth parents because it's a stressful, horrible process. And I think it changes people. And for some people, it changes them for the worst. And they become these guardians, these helicopters of wokeness and 
what's right and I will tell you what's right. I have the absolute power to, to tell you about yourself because somebody's told them about their self and it's damaged them. Um, and I feel I feel for people like that and you know I am I am sad that I didn't get to have a proper conversation with this person before they started to attack me and tell me that I'm filled with hate and jealousy I'm not jealous of anybody I live my best life um, and you know all I kept saying to this person was I fucking hate everybody equally I do I hate all humans I haven't got time or energy to start picking out groups humans are disgusting I like cats and I like bull breeds of dogs that's it that's it. I like my kids, I like my husband, I like my friends, that's it. Like, I haven't got time or energy to be racist or misogynist or sexist or anti-homophobic or, or anything like that. Because people are shit no matter who they are, in my opinion. Um, it, it's a very extreme opinion, I am very moderate, but you, you know what I mean. So, you know, I think that a lot of a lot of the reason that adoption gets a bad rap is because of these these people and i think you know therapeutic parenting and being told that you've got to give every ounce of your energy to every single bit of your child all the time which you're not told when you're a birth parent makes you really emotionally drained and you're not able to give people um kindness and you're not able to speak in a certain way you just want to attack he doesn't know me at all has never spoken to me before at all but hates me because of something that happened in in my group that I have nothing to do with, um, and and that that shows me more about their state of mind than it does my group. Um, so it's it's really sad, but that is you know one of the downsides of being an adopter is the adoption community on Facebook. You know, like I've mentioned, we've had anti-adopters come in the group; they were swiftly kicked out. I've had people level at me this was before i was approved uh, that i glamorize alcoholism in parents because i wrote a light-hearted post just saying you know you have kids your heart's full but so is your recycling box like people will make assumptions about you number one if you're an adopter you're obviously going to be nice and you're not going to tell anybody to fuck off that's wrong to to assume about me uh number two like they will just assume that you, you're saying these things and you've got no education. I was brought up in care. My mum was an alcoholic and a drug addict. Like, don't tell me that talking about a recycling bin makes somebody an alcoholic. It's a mental illness. It's a disease. It's the same as any other disease. It's, it's a fucking... It's not because someone on the internet said that you might drink a bit more wine when you have a kid. Like, this person is who said this is is a perfectly pleasant person who has their own lived experiences of, of a friend falling into alcoholism but decided to pin that on me um i mean this is historic now and it's dealt with and i have a lot of respect for that person but this is what happens when when you have communities on facebook where people are not always like-minded yawn is for like-minded people who don't take things too seriously there is apparently an undercurrent of people who don't agree with yawn who don't like me who don't like the subject who go to post-adoption events and talk about how inappropriate it is but are scared to raise it with us because they don't want to leave i mean i'm not going to give that any more airtime than than is needed other than that's a fucking lie um because if we're being discussed at post-adoption groups then 
you're doing wonders for our numbers like yesterday has done wonders for our numbers there are so many people now who are aware of us who can get support from us who are aware of this podcast and can learn from this podcast and see that actually we're not bad guys we're not bigots we're not misogynists we're not fucking anything other than parents who don't take it too seriously and want to have a laugh um and that is 16 minutes on other people on the internet when you adopt and i could honestly go on and on and on and on about it but what i will say is you know it's really sad that i wouldn't take any of my daughter's siblings that will be born even though she's number seven number eight is already here there will be more i won't because i don't like the process i don't like what it makes people become and maybe we've Perspective adopters listening to this and feeling less intimidated by it and realising that they can be themselves. There will be a different generation of adopters who aren't quite so picky, who don't try and take people down like a lion after a gazelle for using the wrong word on the internet. Do you know what I mean? People who aren't woke lords, who aren't looking for six to beat each other with, and it will become a happier and nicer thing because adoption is fucking brilliant. It's a great thing to do. My daughter is absolutely fantastic and all of your kids are as well they're resilient they teach you so much about the world and adoption will beat you up but it will build you back up as well and for the people that i have met through this people that i've been friends with since before yawn kate sangera kirsty worth all of those people armin dylan who are actually my friends now who got me through shit I would not have met these people unless it was through adoption. Adoption's great, but other people sometimes aren't, and that's what's really sad about it. So hopefully, by making adoption a bit more real, by me having arguments and mentally tearing holes in myself because I'm arguing with people and it hurts me, might make adoption better. You know, it, it might it might make outcomes for parents who are struggling better because they won't be as afraid to stand up and ask but until that day comes there will be yawn and i can guarantee you now anybody listening to this who doesn't like me who doesn't like what i do who doesn't like yawn you number one don't know me and number two what is it about parents being real being able to laugh about things being able to perv on men and women i'm straight but i know a good looking woman when i see one what is wrong with that why does that threaten your parenting why is that inappropriate we're not just parents parents are one part of who we are we are people and that fun that banter is inclusive because i can guarantee you now anybody who is genuinely offended will come to me and say that's out of order that's offended me and i will sort it up sort it out so that's where i'm going to leave it inside your tiny mind and look a bit harder cause we're so uninspired so sick and tired of all the hatred you harbor so you say it's not okay to be gay well i think you're just evil you're just some racist who can't tie my laces your point of view is medieval
Get slew. No one wants your opinion. 